Hi, Rav Judy here with Masechet Avo, Perakei, Mishnah, Vav. Asaradram Nivru Ube Er Shabbat Ben Hashmashot. Ten things were created on Friday, Ben Hashmashot. Ben Hashmashot is the twilight time after sunset but before dark. The symbolism of these items uh, is subject to something, uh, some discussion uh, among the, the commentators that these are things that are seem to be departures from the regular order of nature. And so if God created on the first day this, the second day that, you know, first day light, and second day the skies and the oceans and so on and so forth, that at the end of the sixth day, after people were created, there were a series of things that are, depending who you ask, if you ask the Me'iri, the Me'iri would say, these are things that were special features put into creation for the success of specifically the Jewish people and in general humanity and the, the Jewish educational mission for the whole world. Uh, according to the Rambam, who maintains that miracles... The God doesn't really intervene in nature. Most Rishonim maintain that God does intervene at times. That's what we call a miracle, is a breaking of the order of nature. The Rambam maintains that actually all of those things were really built into the system. That Hashem created nature perfectly, including a series of features of things that will happen. And then it's a question of timing. So a miracle for the Rambam is really nature plus timing. And thus, when the on the second day of creation, according to the Rambam, when God creates the skies and the oceans, uh, he built in a feature that at a certain date on the 15th of Nisan in the Jewish year 2448, the sea, actually not the 15th, the 22nd, sorry, seven days later, the sea is going to split. Whether the Jews are there or not, the sea is going to split. If you were just a bystander, you go, whoa, look at that. And nobody would ever believe you. But if the entire, you know, when the entire people are there, we cross and recall that event later on and so on and so forth. And so the idea is that all these things are built in. If you're there, great. And the, 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 effectively miracle part or God involvement part is encouraging us to be at the right place at the right time, but the system works as it is. So according to the Rambam, these are things that were not built into the other days. They were special features built in. According to the Me'iri and others, no, God intervenes, but these are uh, special in other ways in terms of the uh, process that Jewish people go through. So ve'eluhain, here are those ten miracles. Piha aretz, the mouth of the earth, meaning the opening of the earth to swallow Korach and the other rebels uh, in uh, the time of Korach and Moshe. Pia be'er, the opening of the well. This is the well that the Jewish people had in the desert. We spent 40 years in the desert as a people and need water. That was miraculous that there was a well that was there with us uh, and, and went with us. Piha aton, the mouth of Bilaam's donkey. The fact that Bilaam's donkey spoke. According to the Rambam, it's a vision. According to others, no, the donkey actually spoke. Either way, the fact that this is happening and right then and in this way, so that is that is the miracle. Hakeshet, the rainbow that becomes a sign of Hashem saying, I will not flood. The, I will not you know, destroy the world again by flood. Haman, the man that we ate in the desert that fell fresh six days a week every day for all those years uh, for us to eat and was wholly metabolized and so on and so forth, uh, and nutritious. That man that fell each day was a, a special feature either to how the Jews threw or that God had placed that would have fallen in the desert anyway, according to the Rambam. But it's it's a miracle. Hamata, Moshe's staff, with which he did so many miracles. Hashamir. The Shamir is explained as being this little worm. There is a, a prohibition against uh, building the uh, parts of the Mishkan and Beit HaMikdash using metal tools. Metal tools, metal is used for ending life. Think swords, spears, bullets, so on and so forth. And so the Mikdash as a place of life is meant to not be cut with anything metal. Um, similarly, by the way, we don't channel mikvah waters, which are meant to be living waters and a return to reconnection with life when a person immerses in a mikvah, that tumah is uh, life vacuum, contact with loss of life, 
and mikvah is returned to life and being reborn. So, uh, so the waters of the mikvah are also not channeled by metal. But the problem is, you gotta cut some stones to make the mikdash. So those, uh, stones are cut by this shamir. They would sort of, you know, pl- pl- draw a line, put this worm on it, and the worm would burrow through and cut through the stones. And that was miraculous. Haktav vehamichtav, the ktav being the, um, the way that the re- letters were written on the, uh, onto the, uh, tablets. Uh, some explain that they're, uh, they could be seen from either both sides or four sides. And so a letter like a memsofit, a final mem, which is a square, would have a piece of stone hanging in it. Um, also the, the writing. And Hashem wrote the first tablet. The second tablets were carved by Moshe, but the first ones were written by Hashem. Alternatively, that this is referring to the stylus, uh, the the way the tool used in which to engrave the uh, the Ten Commandments, and ultimately also the luchot, the tablets themselves. Uh, the measure suggests that the tablets may have been sapphire, uh, but the tablets themselves were each things that were either miraculous or at least set aside for the beginning of creation for this special purpose. Yesh Omim, there are those who say afamazik. Even the, well, damaging forces, demons, there are prakim and shas, particularly a little bit in brachot and a bit in, in, uh, in, hang on a second, I'm blanking, brachot and psachim, where we find uh, quite a bit about uh uh, Mazikin, uh, what's going on there? So, if you look at the writings of Rav Dessler and the Vilna Gon and Rav Aaron Soloveitchik, you find that this may in fact refer to bacteria. Uh, that Chazal knew that there are these seemingly infinitely numbered invisible forces that are particularly prevalent in certain areas, certain unclean areas, and they can be dangerous, and so on and so forth. Uh, and so, this may be referring to bacteria. Whatever this is, this is something that was created then at the end of the sixth day of creation, twilight. Kura Tosho Moshe, the burial place of Moshe, about which we're told that nobody will ever know where he was buried. The Elo shall Avram Avinu, and the ram that Avram Avinu took instead of Yitzchak for the Akedah, and that, you know, becomes one of the sources for blowing a shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The Yesh Omriam Av Tzvat Bitzvat Asuya. To those who say even the tongs, uh, the idea being this is one of those, uh, classic riddles of if you need a pair of tongs in order to hold something that's in the fire to make tongs, how do you get the first tongs? So, it says that the first tongs were actually created, Benashmashot, at the end of Friday. So we'd have them, but it's basically where, where do things start? And if you have this question of where, where does what comes first, you need this to make more of its kind or to make something else. But how did you get the first one? So the mission is answering the first one was created or set up at the end of the sixth day of creation.